Welcome to When I'm in Charge, That'll Be Different. I am business mentor and life coach, Karen Gillen, and I am so excited to share with you the conversation ahead. We have Tracy Hoth on the podcast today talking about organization and not just how to do it, but how to do it in a functional way that works for you, which I think is a distinction that this episode will help you make. And I think it also gives us more grace and kindness towards ourselves, which is always, always welcome and helpful. I was a client of Tracy. She helped me with the project. I give you all the juicy details here in the episode. So enjoy. And yeah, I wonder how are you actually more organized than you think you are? All right. We have Tracy here with us today and she is the organizing coach. Tracy, how do you introduce yourself? I am a professional organizer and certified life coach, and I help people simplify and organize their life and their home. Yes. Okay. So we're going to out me real early here and say, I had to hire Tracy a little while back because I had moved into this house. I figured it out. It was 2012. When I moved into our house, I had these totes and I put them in the closet in the guest room or in my daughter's room. And then all of a sudden it's 2021 and all of the totes remain. And I hadn't even looked in them. I had just sort of moved them, cleaned around them, <laughs> been annoyed by them. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think something, I think that's something so common. Like yeah. you hear people moving in all the time and all their boxes are still there or a certain room is still unpacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're building a new house next year. And I was like, okay, what's not going with us? And I did all the easy things. I did the pantry and the like utensil drawer. And then I got to that closet and was like, oh shoot, this is a project. So then I moved all the boxes into my bedroom in front of the window. So then I wouldn't be able to ignore them. And then they sat there for months (laughs) as well. And that's when I was like, you know what? it's okay to hire help. Just like I'm always hiring business coaches and coaches for other things. I needed to hire some help to just move the needle and it worked. Well, that was my question for you. Like what made you get support? I guess seeing that it wasn't getting done. Yeah, I would say a couple things for one, I'd followed you on Instagram for a while and you had done one Instagram story that was basically like, you know, just get up and do that thing right now. And I was like, I could do that. (laughs) And I got up and I had installed this bookshelf and I've got everything on it and I loved it and it made me so happy. And I was like, that was amazing. I guess it's just that easy now. And so I'd already had this experience of getting like a free organizational experience in a positive way from you. And I was like, you know what? I think if I had someone to hold my hand, because I knew my barriers were, because i gotten to this stopping point before. I don't know the storage solutions to order. And when I try to research what to get, I get lost in a rabbit hole. And all of a sudden I'm reading some random mom or blog and I never buy anything because I have this belief that there's like one right thing and I'm not going to get the right thing. Like, oh, well, it has to be a better way. I want to know what is the exact right thing for this. And then I just won't do anything. I love it. And that, I think what you said first, I admire, I have a friend and I admire this in you too, that you get help. Like she just, if she doesn't know how to do something or it's not getting done, she just goes and gets help. And I'm 
I love that. Mm -hmm. And so the expensive way to do something a lot of times is doing it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think about this in terms of, you know, if you don't have someone who cleans your home, for me, it's like I can procrastinate cleaning my house for six to 12 hours and then start cleaning my house and then get like 10% of my house clean and come up against an organization problem and then start organizing and stop cleaning. And then there's another like two hours and this project is hanging open and all these other unmade decisions as opposed to, you know, so there's, I'm already like 24 hours in at this point. (laughs) And then it's all the time after that, where you beat yourself up because you didn't just get it done in the first place. And why did you get distracted? And yeah. Right. So I just think there's a huge value to a non-emotional, um, perspective right? Cause you're yes. like, you're not judging me that I've had these boxes in my closet since 2012. You're not judging me that I still have all my CDs from college. <laughs> like any, none of that stuff's coming up. It's just like, okay, so here's where you are. Here's what's next. And I think it's that I am willing to pay for the speed of decision-making because yes. when, you, when you hire help, it's like, I don't have to decide a number of things. Like you can just say, here are your options here's what I'd recommend based on what you've said before and everything gets to go faster. Well, and what I loved about the whole process with you was you decided you wanted to do it over Voxer. Mm -hmm. So if people are out there and they, what'd you say? It's a walkie talkie app just so people know. (laughs) Oh yes. And, and you can do it with someone not even in the same room Mm -hmm. and you can send pictures back and forth. So it was such a new, like I'd been in people's homes for years and now I do it online. Um, but this specific project was so fun because you had a project, you had the date picked that you wanted to do it. And then we just boxed back and forth, Mm -hmm. um, sending pictures and product recommendations and helping make decisions. And it was so fun. It was really fun. And it's, I mean, I'm still going through a few of the photo things, but it's like, I actually know where they're going to go. So it's easy to show up and do the work. It's Mm -hmm. like getting into a project without the future hurdle of having to make a decision about something I have no expertise in. Mm -hmm. This takes away a lot of the friction. Well, and you were amazing too. Like you threw out pictures and went through so much stuff and got rid of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I actually, this kind of cracked me up. I went through these old photo albums and I only pulled out the ones I wanted and I threw entire photo albums (laughs) full of old crappy family photos away that like my daughter's not going to know the people or the pictures are terrible or they mean nothing to me because they were like my middle school basketball team, (laughs) you know, and they were just in the, it just almost felt like I was breaking the law by just throwing away these almost full photo albums, but it also felt like the most freedom ever. Well, and people are going to wonder, how did she do it? Like, what were you thinking that helped you make that decision? Because I have people that I work with, that would be something they couldn't, they would think that they couldn't do. Well, I've helped other people clean out their homes or their parents' homes or their attics before. And I think what we don't realize is that when we save stuff, for people is we're also saddling them with that stuff. 
And it's like, if you're going to save this, it better be for your joy and your memories and not for anybody else's because at the end of the day, they don't care. Like once somebody dies and you don't know the people anymore and no one else knows them, it's like, it's all going to end up in the trash anyway. And I'm, I'm sentimental, but I'm not a hoarder by any means either. But I like it for me to remember that I worked on a boat in the Sea of Cortez one winter. I can remember everything with three pictures that I could with like 2,100 kind of bad pictures. Yes. <laughs> right. And that's what I want to tap into is that memory and the feeling. And even I forget all the boats I've worked on until I like, oh, there's that. I forgot I did that dungy season with Karsten until I find like I have two pictures from that. So it's, for me, it's like, how much do we need to have the memory enough to have the feeling enough to get that nostalgic, whatever we want and then move on? There's something that Joshua Becker talks about and it. It's when you save everything, then nothing is special. That's so, so by cool. you picking out three photos, those are special. Those give you that feeling in the memory and you can let the rest of them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember throwing away all my trophies too, from all the sports and stuff. I have, I did that a few years ago <laughs> and I was at my parents' business and I had just dumped them in the dumpster. <laughs> and it was just sort of the most pathetic scene ever. All these old trophies with like garbage all around in the bottom of a dumpster. But the only person that they mean anything to is me. And it's not that object. It's like, I remember getting to walk out on the court and get that like sportsmanship award. Like that's the one that matters. So I kept one other, the rest are gone. That's awesome. Even for me though, I think about that with my kids medals. Yeah. And I think, Oh, I don't, I they I don't want them to get rid of them. <laughs> you know, right. I even have some of that going, Ooh, how do you do it? I guess I, I have one trophy from when I was a kid too. Yeah. And I think my parents kept all the rest and probably got rid of them. And have you ever missed them? No. Mm-mm. And I have a few pictures, you know, holding the trophy, I guess. Yeah. But, and even the one that I kept, it's a, a huge silver bowl. <laughs> it's all tarnished and it's stuck in my storage room. And I'm like, what am I going to do with that? Oh, you got to polish that thing up and serve punch out of it. Yeah. Like all I can a holiday party. <laughs> <laughs> we polished it once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hasn't been polished again since. But the other thing I heard you say was when you save something for other people, you're saddling them with that. And they're going to be the ones that it's going to end up in a dumpster after they spend 40 hours going through looking yeah. to make sure you didn't have money tucked away in it or <laughs> something valuable was somewhere, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think too, it's like, I can go through the process of clearing the random stuff out of our lives, or I can leave it for our daughter to maybe have to do someday. And then she has to do the emotional labor of deciding. And I don't really want to do that to her. Yeah. And my, my I see parents, that a lot. Yeah. My parents recently moved from the house that we all grew up in into a new home. And so they did all of this stuff for us. So there's at least, I'm hoping, 
if you're listening, mom and dad, I'm hoping there's at least 75% less than there was. So that's that many fewer decisions that we have to think like, oh crap, was this really important to them? Because I don't even know who that is, right? Yeah. So good for you, it's got to serve you in this lifetime and then we'll see what happens next. Love it. Yeah, that is a gift to the next generation. Yeah, because sentimentality is weird. Doesn't always make sense. It is. And then you hand down toys to your kids and then they let their kids play with them and then they feel terrible. They can't get rid of, I mean, it's just this hold on you. Mm -hmm. And that makes me think of what you texted me and just said, like getting started organizing opens the door to more clearing. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to hear more about that. Oh, right. I forgot that happened. So once it's sort of like there was a log jam in the river. And it was these boxes. And I was like, oh, there's those boxes again. Oh, got it. I still haven't done that. And I just, that was the problem that I could see. And so that was this stuck energy. I was like, there's the log jam and nothing else was really happening. But I didn't know that until I cleared away the logs. Mm. And then like we're flowing and I'm like, there's all this other stuff. And then it opened up to, well, if we're going to move into a new house, what's not coming with me? And then I see all these other things and now there's just less stuff everywhere and it just all feels lighter and clearer. And I think the thing that can fill the space is usually more creativity. That's what it's been for me. Nice. Yeah. It is. And so what started that all was after you had him in your bedroom for a year. (laughs) It's just that the decision. Like, yeah getting support, setting a date and making a decision. Yeah. And I talk about that a lot. Like our lives, our businesses, our homes, our, all that stuff moves at the pace of our decision-making. And that's what, like, that's your work, right? You come in and you support people to just make fast decisions. Like you shared that one blog post that you did. We'll put it in the show notes about clearing off the top of someone's dresser. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's it. That's it. You just have to like, you decided go in this order and that clears up so much stuff for people. Yeah, that is good. I love that post and just seeing all this stuff that came off the dresser. And yeah, even me, when I stand in front of a space that needs to be organized or, um, even my own space, like I have a, we have it, we call it the secret room. It's our attic space and everybody in the family just chucks stuff in there that they don't want to make a decision about or that we're saving in case the next kid needs it. In that room, I've cleaned it out and organized it, but then we've had a bunch of changes. You know, people are transitioning here and there and, and that room is a total mess again. Like I just need to go in there and clean it. Um, So everybody has that space though, right? There's yeah. that like revolving door that doesn't yes. make it wrong or bad. It's just sort of how life happens. Yes, exactly. Is there ever a place where we get in our organizational lives and development where we're done? I don't think so. I like don't it's, it's a flow, right? And there's always stuff coming in and new opportunities and new interests. And then there's needs to always be stuff going out. Mm-hmm. What do you say to people who are like, well, once I get this done, then we'll be good. Kind of like the tie it up in a bow and clean our hands of it, you know, like, cause what I find in 
patterns with those folks is like, but there's always something else. So like, how do we stop telling ourselves the lie that like, once I organize the closet, then I'll be good and moving on with my life. I always think of it and relate it to, so the fifth step in my sort, purge, assign homes, set limits, and then maintain. It's just like a garden. I mean, if you have a garden, you don't ever stop maintaining it, but you know, you just go out there and weed it. We used to have to weed the garden. <laughs> like we would do it for 30 minutes a day and it would be done. Uh, so same thing with your health. You're always maintaining it. Same thing with laundry or your home, that it's just a process. And my secret to that is to tie it to something that you already do. So for example, every year we do our taxes. And when you prep for taxes, go ahead and schedule on your calendar that you're going to spend an hour going through your files and clearing out your files. So every year that's done. And when the season changes, Mm -hmm. quickly go through your closet or whatever, tie it to something that you do to help you maintain it. I like it. What's the, um, do you have like a best organizational story of someone who just nailed it? Well, I do have one of my stories is of a woman and she hadn't been able to organize her storage room. It'd been 15 years at least. She had all these thoughts about herself and about her ability and how she just wasn't an organized person. And then she started with it, it started with coaching and it's always the mindset. It's what she believes about herself and what she believes about her abilities, but also the actions like go in there and we're first going to sort and talking through the steps and helping her through that. Now the other day, so that's, she's done with that storage room. She's moved on to other areas of her house. And she said to me the other day, I was so excited to go through some paper that I had to do something else in order to (laughs) reward myself with the organizing. And I'm like, can you believe you are saying that? (laughs) That you are so excited that it's a reward. Yeah. This might be outing me a little bit, but I remember when the Marie Kondo book came out, I was reading it in bed. It was like 1030 at night. I was getting so excited that I couldn't (laughs) sleep. So I was no longer allowed to read Marie Kondo in bed. Got me too amped up. (laughs) You get up. Yeah, that's funny. I needed to roll my socks instantly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what do you think that um, organizing and the way that you sort like your method, how does that play into business for you? I think it comes any it, it actually works with everything. If you are overwhelmed, if you're looking at your schedule, if you're trying to figure out how to organize your clients, the first step is to sort. And so you write everything down, write all the steps down, get it out and get it on paper so you can look at it and see the steps. And then you purge, go back through each pile, each category and pick your favorite thing, delegate, eliminate and then assign homes. So put it on your calendar, figure out what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And then set the limits. How long are you going to give yourself to do it in your business? Like how much are you going to do? What container is it going to be in? And so you use those same steps for everything. Mm -hmm. I love it. How, what's your favorite way to help people organize? 
you know, honestly, I used to think I had to be there with them. And now that I know and have seen so much evidence that the, that the, it's the mindset, it's how they think combined with the steps. I, I love my membership and I love coaching people Mm -hmm. one-on-one. I mean, it is just so exciting to help them in that way, to be really specific. We constrain in my academy and we focus on one area at a time. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really helpful too. So you can not have all the noise out there. Right, the whole house. Yes. And all the stuff and all the decisions. Now we're just focusing on this. Yeah. What are you doing in August? What's the theme? It's our laundry room. Oh, that's the forgotten area. (laughs) And I'm making, I'm making over my laundry room, which I've not done. Um, in the academy before, like made over an area, but it's 17 years we've lived here. We have this old bumpy linoleum floor. We haven't painted in 17 years. So I, we're in the process of it right now and it's so fun. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, I want people to know a little bit more about you as a human too. Okay. So tell me what's something that you, someone who's very organized, won't travel without I, I actually have a packing planning, a packer planning worksheet. So when I go on a trip now, if I'm going for two days, it's no big deal. But if I'm going for four five, seven days, I like to write out because I'm not a good packer. I like to write out outfit ideas. And then I stick that sheet of paper into my suitcase so that when I'm there, I don't have to think about it. I know exactly what I was going to wear to that event or to on that day. And so that's on my website. That's free if anybody wants it. That's awesome. Uh, I had my uncle on here and he works at a sporting goods store. Uh huh. The thing he shared was that he has a pack list spreadsheet for every kind of trip, like buying trip, <laughs> backpacking trip, camping trip. But he just pulls that up on every trip. So similar. Oh, love it. That's yeah. really, that's going way beyond I'm, my organization level, I guess. (laughs) You don't go into that, that detail. What's a um, favorite restaurant experience that you've had? Just recently, we went to a restaurant in Kansas city and it was built in a round fashion and it had a dome in the middle. So it made us remember, and we sat and talked about this. We went on a cruise. I have four kids and my husband, and we went on a cruise, the winter or Christmas of 2019 and dinner there every night together with our family was the best time. We didn't have cell phone access. Mm -hmm. And so every night we got dressed up and we went and sat at a formal dinner table and we just had so much fun. And the, the announcer would come on and he would, she, she, or he, I don't even know, would say it's showtime. (laughs) And then, (laughs) And then all the waiters and waitresses would um, start doing dances and then they'd get you to get up and do a dance with them. And it was just so many good memories. Yeah, that sounds fun. The no cell phone thing sounds like the best part. It was the best. (laughs) Yeah. How do you, because now we work online so much, but you also do in-person stuff sometimes. How do you Mm -hmm. link into your local community? Hmm. We're really involved in our church. I guess that would be the main way for me. 
Mm-hmm. So we're doing a blood drive there. We do outreaches to the community. Um, we have a small group. I'm trying to think of anything else that we do. It's been so long too. Right. Well, you're a parent, <laughs> so there must be school stuff going on. And Yes. I feel like that's probably my youngest now is a senior in high school. So I think for probably the last 10 years, that's been kind of the networking or the connection with people is through yeah. sports and activities. Mm-hmm. And what's a myth about you that you let people keep? Oh, for sure. That I'm super organized and <laughs> have everything in color coded. <laughs> no. I am totally functionally organized and organized just means that you know what you have and you can find it when you need it. So yeah. if you can function and it doesn't look picture perfect and you know what you have, that's what counts. And so I think that's you know, the most important thing. And it doesn't need to be that shop from your house. Don't go out and buy a bunch of stuff. That's interesting. Cause I'm sure that people have, like you said, it's our thoughts about the problem. Like mm-hmm. you can have a really kind of what some might call messy house, but know where everything is. And you would call that organized. I would. Yeah. If you yeah. know what you have and you can find it yeah. and it's helpful too, if the people in the family can find it. <laughs> Right, right. You're not not just one. you, but yeah, if you live with someone, they should be able to find it too. Yeah. So when that show, The Home Edit came out and I mm-hmm. binge watched it on Netflix, it was so great, but it also was like, it was like so over the top. Like do, do real people's houses really look like that? That's what I mean. Like, do I want to spend hundreds of dollars on containers? Like it's a fun show to watch and it's fun, fun to see their Instagram photos and stuff. They're so awesome. I love that. But the maintenance behind that is not what most people keep up with. So I don't right. recommend going buying cereal containers because we switch cereals. So one will be half full and we'll have four more kinds that don't have a container to go in. So it's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. I remember when my brother was, he was three years older than me in high school or four. And like he and his friends would come in and five boxes of cereal would be gone in like 72 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, I think focusing on the word functional and so it sounds like a really accessible way to organize. I know for me working with you, it was just like, you make it easy right? It doesn't have to be pretty or perfect or anything that I've made up in my mind. It's really like, no, actually what will work with you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And then, you know, you have different, I've seen different options. So I can make suggestions like that and answer questions, but keeping it super simple and something that you're going to be able to maintain is probably key. Mm -hmm. Agree. What's a, what's a dream night for you? sitting on my couch with my computer, just playing and exploring, like, you know, researching into something or, um, what we've been watching cooking shows. So we watched the, what's the, it's on Netflix, the plate, something, the last table, the final table or something. And it was really good. So good. Yeah, pretty cooking shows and um, Dr. Pole on the Disney Plus network that got oh. us through the pandemic. Oh, I have not seen that. 
Well, it's hard, you know, you got to find something that you can watch that will keep a 48 year old, a 40 year old and a six year old interested. Yeah. What's it called? Dr. Pole. It's a veterinary show. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dr. Pole. (laughs) All right. Is there anything else you would want to let people know or kind of put your stake in the ground around what you help people do? Really loving the journey on the way to get where you want to go. I mean, helping them love themselves. I know with someone, they were so frustrated and mad at themselves they were, that they were at this situation. And we talked through why she was there. I mean, it was such a beautiful story about her working and her, her taking her daughter and her grandson back in the house and her husband being sick and she was caring for him and of course she was where she was at. I mean, it totally made sense and accepting that about themselves and then learning what it takes to get good at the skill of organizing. It's just a skill we need to practice and changing our mindset. Yeah. So anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone and can do it. Anyone's a lot more organized than they think they are. And that's something you taught me. I have to say this. You taught me to ask myself the question, how am I showing up today as the CEO of my business? And how did, did I, at the end of the day, look back and show up? And that was key for, I do that with my organizing clients now. How are you organized? How are you going to show up as an organized person today? And how did you, it's them seeing the evidence that really they are. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I am a little bit disappointed because when I was a child and I would throw my clothes all over my bedroom floor, I just thought that once you grow up, you naturally stop doing that. And it has, you know, some days my floor looks a lot like my high school bedroom. (laughs) Oh, so I can see which of my kids will not grow out of that. (laughs) It's a choice. Like I kind of have to like oh, do I want my room to look like that when I walk in here tonight? Or should I just put those things away? But, you know, I didn't grow out of it. I didn't turn naturally into a person who put all their clothes away right away. Mm -hmm. A choice and the awareness of seeing that as a choice in the moment. And then knowing that you have full control of it. Mm -hmm. And I know where all my clothes are. But one (laughs) one thing you said that reminded me of going through this process was, like pictures, there's a lot of pictures, you know, and eventually I'll move into the online organizing part of this process. But what I didn't expect is how it would help me going through all this stuff, help me reconnect to so many people. Mm. I was texting pictures to people. I was, I mailed pictures from a wedding I went to in Brazil when I was 19 years old. She doesn't have them yet. They're probably in the mail right now that I went with her like for this kind of the spa day for the bride. And I took all these pictures when I had a decent camera and I never gave them to her. So those are going to her now. It's like pictures of kids who were in middle school when I was just headed off to college and we fished together, like on their dad's boat of them swimming and our first summer all working together, mailed all those off. And I just, I underestimated how it would be really fun. Like all the things that you find when you excavate. Yes. And the blessing you can give to other people in Mm -hmm. the process and the joy in the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually in there. It's not all bad. (laughs) Love it. Mm -hmm. Is there a time when you wanted to quit? 
like, did you get frustrated in the middle of a mess sitting in your living room or whatever? And what'd you do then? One day I just did so much of it and it was like 8 PM and I probably hadn't eaten dinner yet. And I was, I was just really tired, physically tired. Um, and so then I wanted to quit, but I think actually that was like appropriate quitting time. Um, no, once I got going, it was like, this is great. This is happening. And really knowing what the solutions were going to be once I had the things ready to save that I wanted to save, like that gave me a lot of freedom to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So we'll put links on where to find Tracy in the show notes and including that blog article and um, how to check out her membership in case you need to get your laundry room cleaned up. What comes <laughs> after the laundry room? In a bonus that during the laundry, during August is we're doing systems. So people that have systems, I'm kind of doing quick little interviews of a system that they have a systems, a method of getting things done. Mm -hmm. And so we're sharing that in September, it's mental clutter with the bonus of decision-making. So for that, I've been having so much fun doing this, like finding people. So I'm interviewing people on how they make decisions. So uh-huh. you mentioned decisions. Maybe you should be in there telling us how you do decisions. Well, and here's um, something I picked up forever ago. It might've been when I was a therapist is hoarding is actually just delaying making decisions. Yes. Clutter. So, yeah. Every yes. time you pick something up and you don't decide where it goes, if it gets thrown away, put away, or if it has a, like you have to create a new place in your house for it and you just put it back down somewhere else undecided. That's just, it's all it is. It's all decision-making. Yes. And that's so funny. You said that clutter is delayed decisions. So we yeah. have a ton of clutter in that secret room. Yeah. Tons of it. Cause we've just like, been I'll shoving it stuff out in. Later. <laughs> Yeah. But it's totally fine because we have the steps. So when we're ready to go in there, we can just go through the steps and we'll do it. Yeah. And one thing I did years ago, this is in my laundry room, because it's also the mm. entryway to my house, mm. is I put three bins. And one bin is donate. One bin is needs to be like delivered to other people or whatever, like the sweatpants your kid borrowed. And the <laughs> other one is consign when I used to consign. So it was like, if I thought that that's what I was going to do with it, it went in that third bin. And that's really helped me. Perfect. I know my donate bin right now, it used to be in my laundry room too. That's funny. It's in the garage. I have a plastic tub and then I'll put a trash bag in there and I'll just stick things out and everybody knows where it is. It's perfect. Yeah. Does your husband take it to the donation spot for you? Like mine does. It's one of these great symbiotic (laughs) relationship things that I love. I actually, I kind of do because I usually will take it if I'm helping a client because I'll take theirs too. So I'll just throw it in the back of my car or we go to Costco and the donates right next to it. So we'll take it together. Nice. See, she's got systems for everything. You make it sound (laughs) easy. Yep. Some. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being here and uh, giving us all a new perspective on, I think it's just nice to think that maybe we're more organized than we think. I think that's kind and generous and that never hurts. Yes. Be kind and generous. I tell myself that too. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We all do. All right. Thank thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I want to also remind you that all of the links that I ever mentioned on the show can be found in the show notes. And if you ever want to hang out and have a little more fun, 
join me at the playground, the free Facebook group for coaches.